Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Watermelon Seeds podcast. My name is Joseph. And I'm Ellie. And we are so excited to be back. It feels like an eternity since we have been recording in this fun little studio, but it's only been about a month. I know. We're so excited for all of you to get to hear our voices again. So thanks for listening. Yeah. If you guys were uh, shocked that we didn't have episodes over the last month, it was because we were back at home. Shocked. People, they open their phones on Tuesday and their jaw just drops. (laughs) I would not be surprised if a couple of you shed some tears because of uh, (laughs) our absence. That would be sweet. Yeah, we did not have the studio space because we were not on campus. That is correct. But now we are back. We're back. Hey yo! <laughs> the weird That's thing the is, though, I graduated over this break, and so I'm no longer a student. So I'm just like the weird, like college graduate who's in the library. <laughs> How did you feel when you walked back on campus this morning? It was so weird. I was like, uh, hopefully, uh, I don't, I don't know, forget any tests or classes. And I was like, oh, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Nice. Yeah. New and perspective coming yeah. to campus. Craziness. What and were you gonna it's, say? It's just its last semester, everyone. Oh my so. goodness. I'm so ready to be done. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. College is uh, taking its toll on me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> in the best way possible, <laughs> whatever that means. Yeah. Well, once you've been in school for so many years, it's exciting to be done soon. So, yes. But yeah. what were we doing all of January? If we weren't recording podcast episodes, what could we have possibly been doing? <laughs> yeah, we must have been busy doing something. <laughs> so, uh, that's kind of what today is going to be about. We're going to kind of unpack our break and what we did and how it went and crack a few jokes along the way and keep you guys smiling and entertained the whole time. (laughs) So, uh, Ellie, do you want to tell us uh, some highlights of your trip? (laughs) Yes, I will. (laughs) Of your break. (laughs) He's giving you a sneaky sneaky sneak peek. (laughs) I did get to go on a trip this break. I went to Cuba and for like seven days yeah and it was really cool um if any of you guys have heard of filter of hope it's like an organization that i went with and a bunch of students from eau claire all went and we got to spend a few days in cuba the main thing we were doing was installing water filters in homes that way people could have clean water and then also getting the chance to share um, a little bit about what we believed and like letting people have the opportunity to know more about god if they wanted to too so that was really cool can you talk more about the need of those water filters? Like, why was that the mode of, why was that what you guys brought to them in um, Cuba? Yeah, good question. It's because the water is just, like, really bad. Like, we weren't allowed to drink it at all, and it, like, gets people sick and causes illnesses. So, like, most of the people's houses that we went to, they would have to boil their water every day, like, boil their drinking water for like hours just to have like one of those clean to drink and so when we gave them this water filter it's like this tiny little thing that you hook on a bucket and it just like filters water from anything like it can be as dirty as you want there's no chemicals added or anything so they can have pure water no chemicals nothing to make them sick and so yeah it was like serving the need of like being able to have healthy clean water so yeah uh yeah this kind of is a funny story, kind of a tangent, but I'm going to tell it anyways. Uh, a couple of years ago, maybe last year, I was watching this documentary on Bill Gates's foundation, mm-hmm. and he was building this machine for third world countries that didn't have clean water that takes their feces <gasps> and turns it into drinking water. Oh, my goodness. And once the first one was, like, produced, he went and, like, poop went through it, 
Ew. And then he just went and drank the water. Oh, like, my goodness. No big deal. That's crazy. So I'd much rather, the reason I say that is I'd much rather have this water filter than <laughs> Bill Gates's little machine thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that'd be gross. It is crazy, though. We, like, we kind of demonstrate how the water filter works by, like, putting dirt in their bucket. And they always look at us like we're crazy. Like, we're literally, like, dumping dirt in this bucket. <laughs> and the water is, like, filthy. But then we'll, like, put a cup of water in it. And we'll drink it in front of them. And that's, like, part of it, too, is, like, if the Americans can drink it, anyone can drink it. Because the Americans are always, like, the tourists that get sick. So, like, um, when we drink the water, that, like, used to have all this dirt in it, they're always, like, shocked. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Did you meet any cool people on this trip? Yes. I met so many cool people. Oh, my favorite. Well, I don't have favorites. But <laughs> one woman that really stuck out to me was her name was Sulema. And she, like, was part of the Cuban, like, church there. And she was also bilingual, so she knew English and Spanish um, fluently. And she had multiple opportunities to teach at a private school in Cuba to make more money. But she chose to, like, stay and be with her family and, like, the community and, like, serve her neighbors. And, like, they don't make a lot of money in Cuba, like, at all. And so just her, like, faith and, like, knowing that she can have joy, whether or not she has money to buy her kids pizza, like, that was just really special. So, and we still text on WhatsApp, so <laughs> that's pretty fun. Nice. But yeah. 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 She sounds mm -hmm. super nice. Yeah. It was cool. Another lady, um, we were installing the water filter, and then she, like, looked at my nails, and she was like, oh, like, chica, chica, like, I'll do your nails for you. And I was like, what? Like, I don't have any money. And she's like, no, for free, for free. So I got to go to this, like, third-story apartment of, like, this woman's house, and, like, her and her, like, sisters were just sitting in there chatting with me, doing my nails for free, like, my gel nails. <laughs> So it was just like so random and unexpected that we're supposed to be installing water filters in their house and I'm getting a manicure. But it was like a fun way to love them and like build a friendship with these people. So that was fun. Yeah, that's super fun. Mm -hmm. Now I want to go to get Cuba to get my nails done. <laughs> you said. <laughs> oh, the other thing Sorry. that really like stuck out to me now that I was like mentioning the dirty water, I forgot about this. But the really cool thing about the water filters is that when we like share a little bit about what the Bible says about Jesus. We use the water filter as an example because um, if you think about in our own life, let's pretend our life is like a dirty cup and we're like um, dirty water because we like aren't perfect people and we mess up sometimes. Sometimes we try to like fix our life by doing all the right things, like being perfect or doing all the good, good works and going to church enough times. And that's kind of like the idea of pouring clean water in. But no matter how much clean water you pour in, it's still dirty. The only thing that will clean it is a filter. And, like, that filter represents Jesus forgiving us. And so that, like, I don't know. For anyone listening, I think that is, like, so important to me, and I hope it is to you, the idea that nothing you do will ever make you perfect. But we need, like, an outside filter, and Jesus chooses to be that for us. So I don't know. I think that's pretty important and meaningful, and it's a cool way to look at what Jesus did as being a filter for our life. A free gift, a free filter. <laughs> yeah, I think a cool image that's always stuck in my brain when I think about that is like, it's not about my works, but about belief in Jesus and who he is, is like um, when we believe in God and when we put our faith in him, um, God replaces our sinful image with the perfect image of Jesus. So when mm -hmm. he looks at us, he sees the sinless uh, person of Jesus. Yeah, and true. So it's like, can be such a good reminder because mm -hmm. I can be focused on doing better or being better mm -hmm. but that's not what it's about it doesn't matter yeah. how good or bad i am true yep. crazy so sweet any other fun things out of your break um well let's see 
I had a whole issue with Border Patrol. <laughs> oh, please tell. Should I tell the story? Yeah, I think that would be fun. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's kind of embarrassing. I got a crack out of this one. Okay, for anyone who knows me, first of all, I, like, don't do sketchy things. <laughs> like, I would never be... Okay, whatever. Let's just fast forward to the story. So we were at this tobacco farm in Cuba, and they were showing us how to make cigars. And, like, how they rolled the cigars. And I never would, like, want a cigar, but I was like... Everyone was buying them on our group, literally. And I was like, maybe I should just buy one, like, just to have. Like, you know, I'm in Cuba. When will I ever have a Cuban cigar? And I was like, I don't know if I should. So I debated it. And then I was like, okay, sure, I'll buy it. It was like $3. So I bought this Cuban cigar. All was going well. I was like, okay, fun. Cute little cute little trinket to bring home. And then I get to Florida, and Border Patrol is asking me, like, why were you in, why were you in Cuba? I was like, oh, like, supporting Cuban people. And then they're like, um... I don't know, just interrogating me. And then they get to the question about tobacco. And they're like, um, did you buy any tobacco? And I was like, um, yes, one cigar. <laughs> and he was like, okay. He, like, flagged me. He, like, put this, like, orange slip of paper and, like, wrote my name and, like, a bunch of info about me on it. And then sends me down this hallway to this man who's sitting at a desk. Super scary, ginormous man. And then he was like, okay, it looks like you bought a, a, a cigar. Did you know that you're actually supporting Fidel Castro's like communist regime? He's like literally yelling at me in this airport, and I had like tears welling in my in my cheeks and my face. And then I was like, I'm sorry, like I thought I was supporting this local farm. And he was like, oh, You went to a farm? He was like, You're probably carrying toxins in on your shoes, like the dirt on your shoes. So then he sends me on this other hallway, and I get to this scary room with like eight different customs border patrol officers that are armed. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if they were armed, but it felt like they were armed. They were really scary. And they had to, like, search my suitcase. And, like, behind them is this table full of confiscated items, just, like, bottles and bottles of alcohol and boxes of cigars. And it's all these, like, people getting their bags searched that look, like, really tough. And it's just me, like, a little 21-year-old girl with my carry-on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they took the cigar, which is fine. I, I'm fine. Like, I realize I shouldn't have bought that, apparently. But, anyways, that was my story of going through Border Patrol. It was very scary. <laughs> <laughs> And if anyone's been uh, to an airport, you know the experience of, like, oh, no, hopefully my bag has everything that it needs to. And, like, I don't have anything more than three ounces and all the rules. It's very intense. So if you ever go back to Cuba, are you going to buy another cigar? No, I guess no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, other than that, funny. I did not get stuck in Miami. I am home sweet home, back in Eau Claire. Yeah. Nice. Yep, that was my trip. Tell us about your break. What did you do, Joseph? You didn't do anything else fun over break? Oh, what else did I do? Um, no, I did other things. I babysat. Oh, I babysat these two little girls. We built a snow fort. According, This is a direct quote from the eight-year-old girl I babysit. This is world records, Guinness World Records for 2023 biggest snow fort. <laughs> so, yes. Must have been pretty big. It was pretty big. So, yeah, I babysat a lot. Got to spend time with my sisters, my parents. Um, a couple of hometown friends, you, Joseph, <laughs> and his family, and yeah, moved back to Eau Claire. Ice nice. skated a lot, went on snowshoeing walks, yeah. Nice. Sounds yes. like you had a great break. Yes, I did. Thank Even you. though I already knew that. <laughs> 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 I did as well. Mine wasn't uh, as eventful as yours, Miss Ellie, but still a lot of fun. Got a be with the family over Christmas and just spend time and relax. Kind of turned my brain off for a while. Um, just spent time with Connor. Got really good at ping pong. Whoa. That was fun. Um, my sister got a new dog. Aww. Posey, if you're listening, hello. Woof, woof. <laughs> um, she is really sweet. She was a rescue. So Ellie now has 
uh, Archie and Posey. So Archie's her cat, her really, really, really fat cat. <laughs> oh, goodness. And Posey's the new addition to her family. So sweet. Um, what else did I do? I took a winter home class. So I was back and forth from Eau Claire and uh, Woodbury. Woodbury. <laughs> and that was good. Spent some time with the roomie. Played guitar. Um, did all the other fun stuff nice. that I normally do. How do you pass the time in the car from Eau Claire to Woodbury and back? Um, road trips. I have three three different avenues okay, I can go. One, which is boring and generic, is I listen to music. That's fun. That's not boring. Second, actually, I have four. Second, okay. Podcast. Mm-hmm. 95% of the time that I'm driving from Eau Claire to Woodbury or Woodbury to Eau Claire, I'm learning something, which I really enjoy. Mm. But it's a perfect time for one podcast or a couple chapters of a book. But that True. leads me to my third one. Which is, I listen to audiobooks. Mm. So sometimes I'll be listening to a book on my way back. And then the fourth is I'll call somebody. Nice. Those are four amazing ways to pass that hour. What the heck? <laughs> I think it was your turn. I apologize, all of you people out there, <laughs> for my shirt. ASMR. Anyways, yes. So, oh, but my my favorite way... Okay. This is a fifth way, so I actually have five. Oh, my goodness. My favorite way is if I have a passenger. Mm, true, true, true. Then it's like it takes the hour 15 trip down to like 20 minutes. <laughs> Very fast. Are you now accepting applications for a passenger seat? No, it's ah! already filled. I only allow one passenger from oh, Eau Claire to wow. Woodbury. She must be cool. She is very cool. <laughs> Fun. What's one thing you learned? You said you're learning 95% of the time. What's one thing Ooh. you learned? Sorry. Is there a book you're reading mm-hmm. or a podcast you're listening mm-hmm. to? Um, let me think. Currently, I don't want to get the title wrong, so I'm going to say it. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Look at that. Perfectly. Currently, I'm reading Best Ever Apartment Syndication Book. Best. Wait. Say it again. Best Ever apartment syndication book apartment syndication what is that (laughs) so let's say you want to go buy an apartment building okay um but you need to get creative with your financing Mm -hmm. syndications is a way where you can get an apartment under contract uh, without having all the money that you Mm -hmm. need and then you go out and you raise that money from what's called limited partners so like they're a partner in your business but they have like limited liability they're, they're just, it's like limited, so they they in, invest passively, but um, they don't have to take on like the work of. They give you money essentially, wow. and then they get the returns, but they don't have to do the work. So, if you want to buy an apartment building and you want to have ownership of that, either business or property or whatever, however you structure it, you can syndicate it by raising money outside. That's so interesting. Just one way to do it, yeah. Wow, so, there you go. That's the book I'm reading. Uh, one thing that I'm learning in it is uh, once you find a deal and you're ready to like sell that deal after some sort of harvest period, how you typically go about structuring fees and um, how you pay out investors. I've been learning about that. So. Cool. That sounds impactful. Of, yeah. One thing I really like about real estate is how creative you can be with all your financing. But we don't. That's gonna. Bo- I'm gonna bore you guys. So <laughs> let's stop talking about that. <laughs> Okay, thanks for letting us know, though. 
All right, so now we told you a little bit about how our uh, break went, but now we want to talk about what we're looking forward to this semester and kind of how we are setting ourselves up well for success. Yes. All that good stuff. So, Ellie, you want to take it away? Yes. I looked up (laughs) teacher questions for, like, school year reflections, and I found, like, this website that's for, like, principals to help their teachers. I don't really know. But the questions are good, okay? So we're going to go through four questions about just, like, the semester. And so, yeah. Joseph. Yeah. The first question is, as we think about the semester – or just in general, your life. <laughs> this one's more broad. Just in general. What are you passionate about? People and business. Nice. More specifically, building relationships and real estate. Wow. Uh, I like that people and, wait, people and, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> I thought that was alliteration, but it's not. But the relationships I mean, in real estate it is. Pe- that's kind of like people and places. Like Yeah, people and places. True. Like, real estate is all about places where they true. have people in it. So. Okay, true. True. Either way, I like those. those I, need, I need to, like, sweet and simple. have more of a catchy phrase, but that's all I got right I now. think it's catchy. <laughs> Beepy. <laughs> people in places. Is that better? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Just oh like my, my pee-pee parties. Oh, my goodness. What's a pee-pee party? <laughs> Uh, once a semester with the crew, we do a Bible study, or every semester we do Bible studies, but once a semester in my Bible study, we have a pee-pee party. (laughs) What does it stand for? Well, what do you think it stands for? Pizza. No. (laughs) I don't know. Pizza and poker. Oh, okay, okay, that's what it was. I forgot. (laughs) I was going to try to get you to... Never mind. (laughs) That's my pee-pee party. (laughs) Uh, My pee-pee party would probably be related to... How how could you have a pee-pee party? (laughs) (laughs) Pineapple and pears. Yum. (laughs) Okay. Do you want me to answer this question or would you like... Hi, guys. Come to my pee-pee party. We're going to have so much fun. We're going to talk about pineapples and pears and all things (laughs) pee-pees. ask you all the questions then you ask me all yeah sure okay <laughs> the next question for you I feel like i'm being interviewed now now you are being interviewed yeah okay what is one big question you have for this semester one big question that i have for this semester what is the meaning of life oh my goodness uh for no. real for realsies more specifically yeah <laughs> and for realsies <laughs> Where am I going to be in six months? <laughs> That's a really good question. Yeah. Tell me about it. I wish I could answer it. You will. You will. You will. Eventually. Slow and steady. Yep. God willingly. Open hands. Open hands. One, one, one day at a time. One week at a time. This interview is taking too long. Okay. Next question. <laughs> what are I'm your nervous. Come on. <laughs> what are your strengths and how do you plan to utilize them? Ooh. Wow, we really are interviewing you. Really are interviewing me. I consider my top three strengths. Uh, I'm very personable. I have a strong work ethic, and I'm teachable slash adaptable. 
whichever one that the last one that last ring i say either teachable if i feel like that fits the boat better oh wow or i say adaptable if that fits the boat better interesting fun fact typically you want to if you're in an interview or you're talking to someone you want to figure out or find out what resonates with them and mm-hmm. so like you can either look on their uh, like their mission statement or their core values or something and um, use words that line up well still you still want to talk about what is true about yeah, you yeah of course of course but use words that line up well that will resonate with them totally yeah because it helps them see how you would be a good fit and like how you'd work well together yep mm-hmm. so that's why I either say teachable or adaptable so the p- second part of that question was how do you plan to utilize them this oh um, my personality is always us- utilized on campus I plan to do that through discipleship I plan to do that through the uh, new venture I'm starting plan to do that through classes friendships anything that I'm doing student senate student senate how could I forget about that <laughs> um, you um, yeah all that good stuff and then my work ethic just making sure I'm diligent about schoolwork and all the tasks that I have to get done uh, making sure that I am being purposeful and productive. Okay, great. So, at the end of the semester, when all is said and done, when it's May and we're sitting at some beach, hopefully getting tan, <laughs> um, what does success look like to you at the end of the semester? Success? I'm laying on a beach getting tan while I think <laughs> about this. Yeah. Um, success to me. How will you have been successful? Was I accomplished what I set out to accomplish? And I reached the goals that I had in place. Nice. What if you don't accomplish all those goals, though? Like, what, does that mean you're unsuccessful? Um, no. Good. I mean, yes. <laughs> but I'm still like secure in who I am. Like, true. I think we can we can have goals and we can want to accomplish things. And if we don't, then I think that they're like obviously there's grace there but it is a good thing to be like oh dang it like I need to push myself harder next time Mm -hmm. to reach those if it's truly like the right goals for you to be like if if you feel confident that either you were meant to do something or you know that this is like good for people around you and you're just like "Ah, I'm just gonna sit on the couch and not do oh totally yeah uh, and you don't reach those goals then I feel like it is good to be like, ah, oh, dang it. Like, yeah. I, didn't reach, I wasn't mm-hmm. successful in this area. Like, yeah. I need to push myself to be better. Mm-hmm. But if it's like you were working toward, towards those goals throughout the semester and you were just fell a little short, like, That's come like on. part of life. Give yourself yeah. some grace. Oh, totally. But, yeah. Yeah. Plus, like, the successful part is getting towards your goals and everything you're doing. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing those. I feel like we will all get to check in with you in a few months and see how those things are going. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to be interviewed? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> First question. Yes. What are you passionate about? <laughs> I am passionate about, I don't want to just say people. There's something that's deeper than that. Connections, human connection, and people getting to have real relationships. That is part of it. What else am I passionate Tell me more. About? What does mm. that mean for you? That means, like, when someone meets someone, like, they're not just meeting each other and focused on their self. Like, they actually want to know the other person. They, like, care about the other person. There's, like, a sense of empathy. Like, that is what matters to me. 
And I'm also passionate about people doing what they want to be doing in life. I feel like a lot of people are discontent or unhappy because of whatever, but it's because they're not appreciating the little things, going on a walk, spending their 30 minutes doing something that fills them. I think that's something that I'm passionate about too. Okay, what is one big question you have for this semester? Mm, Okay, honestly, my question would probably be the same thing, is where where am I going to be in the next six to seven to eight months? Um, because for people who don't know, I'm going to grad school next fall, and I applied to six places, and I've heard back from four. I'm still waiting on two, but even once I know back from all of them, I'll have to make a decision, and none of them that I've gotten into are in my hometown, so I'll be living in, yeah, they're all in different states. I have no clue where I'm going to be, so my question is, where will I be? But also, my question is, what am I doing now to get myself to where I need to be? So each day, even at my waitressing jobs at a little Grand Avenue cafe, how can I be um, being faithful in those little moments to set myself up for what I need to be doing later? That's my question. That is a great question. <gasps> my other question is how can I be a better cook and grocery shopper? That's my question. Why do you want to do that? Because I have a semester, so I'm like, this is going to no, be a no, semester. No, no, you have five months. Well, Remember, yeah, you're not in school. Oh, true, true, true. True. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a fun question. That is a great question. What are you going to cook first? Mm, squash. Oh, nice. Just squash? It's sitting in my cabinet. I don't know what with. See, that's the issue. That's why I had to, that's why it's a question still. I have to figure out what else to get. What are you doing? He's pulling out his phone. He's calling his mom? This is going to be funny. <laughs> Hey, Mom. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Um, do you have any good dishes that squash goes well with? Like, what would you make? Yeah, we need some creative advice here. Okay, what kind of squash? I don't know. What's butternut called? squash. Butternut squash. Uh, and you want to turn it into a dish, or you want to serve I don't know, Mom. Like- Just give us something. <laughs> Well, I actually really love butternut squash lasagna. Oh, you heard it here. You cube the the squash and roast it, and then you cover it with, um, like, either ricotta or cottage cheese. Yeah. Mozzarella mozzarella cheese. Well, actually, you you do your meat sauce just like you were going to do spaghetti. So I do ground turkey with, with pasta, you know, spaghetti Mm -hmm. sauce. Put that on there and then put some cheese and broil and bake it. Yum. Okay, good to know. Nice. Thanks, Mom. It's super, it's super yummy. <laughs> you have now been recorded on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> okay, bye. Billy? Yep, you are on the podcast now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank bye. you. Bye-bye. Love you, Mom. Love you, too. <laughs> There you go. Okay. There's the dish. You can now make lasagna. Now my questions be answered already. There wow. you go. You had to just get it done. Perfect. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, we're in an interview. <laughs> I forgot. He's so distracted today. Oh, my goodness. What are your strengths? <laughs> and how do you plan to utilize them? Oh, goodness. Okay, let's see. I'll just focus on two. Yeah. Two of my strengths are woo and positivity. So I'm going to use those strengths in my job. As a waitress, hopefully I'll lure them into tipping me really a lot. 
Can you define woo for the people woo that don't know that? Is winning others over. So it's like charisma and like you just like naturally like just easy to you make people feel like welcome and liked right away. How many times have you been pulled over? <laughs> Four. How many times have you gotten a ticket? Zero. Actually, I did get a ticket once, but that was because I crashed the car. <laughs> That's woo if you ask me. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah, I want to use that. And then positivity. Um, I'm living with a bunch of girls that are still in college, and I still have relationships with a bunch of girls that are still in college. So I know that it can be tough going through different things and going through different circumstances with school or people or relationships. So being able to love them and be give them positivity and joy through that is one way I can use my strength. Nice. I love it. It's almost like you prepared these questions. You know these really I literally well. Googled them 20 minutes ago. No, I know. I was just like. I know. It feels like it, though. I know you're right. You, you got them nailed down. You you know your stuff. <laughs> what does success at the end of the next five months, not semester, next five months, look like to you? Success is one good memory each day. Ooh, wow. <laughs> that's a good, that's good. I like it. Yes, because it's literally so fun living in a college house but not having to do school. Like It's all the fun parts of school without school. <laughs> so I just want to enjoy this time because I know it will not be it forever. I will have hard work next fall. So, yeah, making good memories and loving people nice. and growing my relationship with Jesus on my own, too. Vital. And getting into grad school and not having to pay for grad school. That would be very nice. Yes, it would. Uh, we have a bonus question in this interview. Oh, what's the bonus question? So we were talking about us and what we were hoping for for the semester. Mm-hmm. What's your advice for those that are listening that are in college and are trying to decide how to set themselves up well for success Ooh. and uh, to have fun and have a great semester. What's your mm. advice to them? That's a good question. I would say be like a self, like self motivator, and like just reach out for opportunities. So like be the person that emails your professor right away. Be the girl that shows up to the yoga class even or if boy. none of her friends go. Oh yeah, or the boy. <laughs> be the person that goes to the workout class even if her friends don't go. Be the person that goes on a walk by themselves in between classes like be the person that finds a new coffee shop and invites all your friends to go like just just do it like i don't know yeah that's my advice just do it nike just do it <laughs> yeah that's it folks that's, that's, that's how we're gonna end You'll this just podcast be successful. yes you all are gonna do great and yeah and now be, after that advice we're gonna pray for you yes we will would you like to or would you like me to you can okay sounds good <clears throat> all right everybody uh, dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for each and every moment that we get to spend uh, in relationship with you and with others. Um, I pray for the person listening as they enter into this season of life. Um, there's probably a good chance that they are in college, but if they are not, I just pray that their season goes well. Whatever they're going through right now, Lord, that you just uh, meet them there and you walk beside them through it. And if they are entering back into the semester of college, I pray that you are, um, also meet them there and help them to build relationships and find you in the little moments and just help them through everything, Lord. Just be there for them um, and watch over them and just help us to know who you are. And yeah, I feel like I'm rambling, so I'm going to shut up. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We will have a guest next week, so stay tuned. We will. They are some funny ones, too. Yeah, we already recorded it, and it's yes, very funny. we're excited. Yeah, it's going to be good. And meaningful. Yes, both. But. Yay. All right.
Bye, Bye everybody. everybody. <laughs> I, I didn't even like give you a heads up on that. I was so nervous. I'm like, what do we say again? Uh, all right. Bye. Bye.